You're listening to Worshipology with Curtis Parks, a biblical, practical, and spiritual conversation about living and leading worship. Let's lean into today's episode. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Worshipology. You know, most of the time we're talking to worship leaders, worship pastors, worship artists. Every now and then we get the opportunity to talk to an artist who really goes beyond just that worship genre. And today uh, we're talking to my good friend, man from Florida. We got Xander. Say what's up, man. What's up, everybody? Thank you, Curtis, for having me. I've missed hearing your sweet voice. (laughs) Xander, I mean, dude, we met, what, like four or five years ago? And yeah. How did we meet? I think we were just writing songs for your project. We met through BEC and and oh, I remember that that morning so so beautifully. I went to your house and you had a nice strong cup of coffee brewed and we wrote <laughs> that amazing song Be Still in your beautiful home there uh, right oh, there in yeah. the trees in, in in Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee and it was a great morning. Um and uh, we wrote written so many songs together. I got to meet your family many good times, Christmas tunes and and uh, lots of sharing and fellowship, and I'm grateful for you, man. I feel like, I feel like uh, we're brothers, brothers from another mother. Come on, brothers from another mother, man. <laughs> Dude, so for those that are listening, uh, and if you don't know Xander, I mean, you got more Instagram followers than probably anybody I know. Uh, you got such a great following, but it's because you're just full of joy. Your story is incredible, man. Just share a little bit of your story on how you got involved in music. Uh, I know you lead worship, but you also play in the reggae scene. You do a little bit of how did that start man oh it's been a, it's been an epic journey thanks be to god um started i was born in hong kong uh you know traveling the globe but um you know my dad being uh born in argentina raised in ireland my mother's a new yorker they traveled the globe before me uh, peru and philippines i was born in hong kong norway came back to uh new york city and then texas and then miami really is was where i kind of came into who I am today, you know, embodying the Florida, Florida vibe. But with that, um, starring music at a young age, because um, both my parents are big music lovers, uh, playing piano and recitals and that whole thing. Um, then falling in love with a guitar and playing tons of rock music and, <laughs> and uh, then songwriting and surfing became a huge part of my life. So that, that just that whole culture in Florida and going, taking so many trips and, Costa Rica and Puerto Rico, where I, you know, started growing these long dreadlocks and um, falling in love with all different types of genres. I really loved it all. You know, I, my parents would um, play Peruvian Andean music and make me dance around the house when I was a kid. Uh, and they also loved, like I said, classical music. To my dad used to blast Led Zeppelin and Irish tunes. So uh, I had the whole full slate of everything, and I and I really became just a, a music lover from a young age. And um, going to college at UCF in Orlando, I uh, started a band with some of my buddies, and we were called the Crazy Carls, and we blew up as a <laughs> kind of college party reggae rock band, kind of that, that sublime thing, if, if you've heard of that, that California-style uh, reggae rock. And it just exploded. I mean, um, UCF, when I went there, had the biggest undergraduate school in the U.S., so many kids. Wow. Uh, and, and, you know, I wasn't really a... <laughs> A great follower of the Lord back then. I was a little disobedient, you could say, but um, God is so good. He's so merciful in the sense that I got to play on so many stages, mm-hmm. and um, I, I just I had a lot of energy, which I still have, and now I'm trying to harness it, you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, back then, it was just wild energy with my guitar and playing with and jumping around stage and channeling a lot of my uh, 
you know, the likes of the Chili Peppers when I was a kid and just even the energy of Bob Marley when he used to perform and throw around his dreadlocks. So, um, you know, as we know, music, it, it comes with a lot of energy that, you know, and you want to use it for good, you know, and, and I, and I always did, I always had that spirit of before I drew closer to the Lord and God that, um, I just knew that music puts you in that present moment and, and to, to bring joy to people, whatever that might be, as I come to learn that joy comes from God, you know, God is love. God is joy. As we know, um, you know, that, that was a, music for me kind of drew me closer to God. The, the, the more I knew about God, the more I wanted to share through music. So uh, with that, I toured a lot. Yeah, I played with a lot of the Marlies. Even I played with festivals of rappers like Wiz Khalifa to Ellie Goulding to Macklemore, I remember, in wow. uh, Florida and played South by Southwest, toured up and down in New York City, did some tour, a lot of tours in California. And then all of a sudden I became a ukulele man. Uh, someone left a ukulele in my house and I took it to the beach one day and I made an Instagram video. Like you said, I started blowing up on Instagram, had over 100,000 followers on there and Facebook. Um, just playing these cute little ukulele covers, and um, that For brought those me. Who may not have heard your music before? Like sometimes when people say, "Oh, I play the ukulele," you know, they can <laughs> play like two or three chords. When when Xander says he plays ukulele, I mean, this dude <laughs> is a master of the uke, and you've got like sponsorships with ukulele, and we, we we became good friends. We became good friends with ukulele and I, and, and yeah, we we um through this great sponsor I linked up with. They took care of me, um, and I got to go to Australia, up and down that coast, and. Uh, Curtis, it's been epic. It's really been epic, you know. And then, um, in that process, uh, through this this life, you know, I like to share with people. You know, I was I was going so hard, and I know you're like that too, because you have a lot of passion, and um, and and uh, that's one thing I like about you. You have a lot of energy and passion, and I always was kind of just plowing through and wanting to play the next biggest show, the next biggest event. Mm. And I think uh, I was God was good in the sense that He kind of humbled me in, in many circumstances throughout my career of either you know musicians that would kind of stab me in the back or management or um, getting sued for nothing I had to do with, with my music. It's just wow. random things. But the biggest thing was my best friend who was a drummer. And I used to gig and tour with, uh, he was hit by an 18 wheeler hmm. and in the hospital for over a year. And, uh, and then he passed. And then um, I was also in a relationship at that time that ended kind of right around then um, kind of in, in not, not in a peaceful way, you could say, and uh, I found myself, I moved to South Beach, Miami Beach, the, probably the, one of the most sinful places on the planet hmm. um, that, um, you know, I, I was ready to start searching. <laughs> and um, I, I started this routine where I go to the ocean uh, creation and uh, watch the sunrise every single morning. And I, and I kept that up. And I, I go long before the sunrise. I mean, sit down. And I would always tell people, right when they're going to bed there at South Beach, you know, after partying, like four in the morning, five in the morning, I would show up and, and sit Indian style and, and just hear the, the ocean and watch these magnificent uh, sunrises uh, come through and just light me up. Um, and I, I really felt God's presence and, 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 and through his creation, I just, I just wanted to start praying. And, and I would say my mother was, it was a big part of that because she prayed for me as I kind of went away and wanted to do my thing and play my guitar and play on these big stages. But she was so faithful in her prayer. And that's why I tell people as well, pray for those who, who are far away from you and don't stop every single day, all the time, and it'll work. And, uh, and there I was, you know, I'm just thanking God uh, for for his mercy, uh, for, for his mercy, allowing me to, to do the things that, I, that I've done, but, but also keeping me safe and, and 
always close enough to him. I always kind of felt his presence throughout my life, but um, always kind of knocking and, and always loving me, just just waiting for the prodigal son to kind of to come home, you know. And um, and I was ready in that moment, you know, especially searching and wanting to pray for my friend Greg, one of his family, and just really wanting to um, praise God and thank Him and want to live a more kind of honest, uh, less selfish life and, and just give more, you know. And um, then I really just wanted to learn about faith and God and and involve that in everything that I that I do, you know, from all my actions into every gig. Every gig started changing so much, Curtis, you know. Um, and that's what I want to empower, empower your listeners to do is that, you know, it doesn't matter where they are in their faith journey, but, you know, the fact that you were able to sing and play music and get on stage and, and it doesn't matter if one person's there, nobody's there. But this is a gift that God has given you. And thank you, Lord, for these gifts that we've been, we've been given. And we need to use them well. And we need to cherish that and then share it with, uh, with as much as we possibly can. Because yeah. uh, we, we, our hearts can grow uh, with love more than we, we can imagine. Because God's love is more than we can ever imagine. So we have to empty ourselves and give and be filled with God's love and share that love. And so once I started doing that, I was still... Uh, I was forever changed. You know, the, the stage became something different for me. And I remember uh, in that moment, I was actually doing a whole tour with the Whalers, Bob Marley's old band, yeah. band playing, playing six nights a week. Wow. Uh, we, we played the entire country. Um, and, um, and then I capped that off with this, this huge festival with 10,000 people in St. Petersburg, Florida called Reggae Rise Up. All the big reggae bands, uh, you know, that whole scene. But I, I really started seeing that Wow, I'm playing to this crowd, um, and they're so they're so uh, <laughs> covered in just they're not there, you know. They're just they're so drugged up. They're so drugged up, and and the whole, uh, whole every single band is just talking about drugs, and and uh, I never was that way at all. It was more more happy love songs, the moment, that whole thing. But I, I couldn't believe this. I was like, I need to get involved with this. I need to start sharing my faith now. I want to proclaim from the stage that I love God and I want to um, speak to ears, hopefully that they can listen. Of course, we, we need to be a witness in any any workspace that we're at. I still play six secular gigs now or any gig, and that's a beauty about reggae music. You know, it's, it's a spiritual kind of music. Well, I wanted anyways, to ask you about that because, you know, yeah. in the reggae world, you always hear like, I mean, and I don't, I, honestly, most of my connection to any reggae music would probably be just hanging out with you and learning <laughs> and, you know, pretending like you I, throw I, out a bass line. I mean, you know, I'll play some bass. I mean, like, you know, it seems to me that that is a style of music that uses the phrase like one love or it's all love. Oh, yeah. And so when you have a massive conversion and you discover the true love of God and mm. your purpose and that you're created for so much more. How does that translate to, because you said your gig started to change. What does that look like for you now from going from this one side where you're just chasing the dream and fame and all that good stuff to like, man, I just experienced the realness and the presence and the nearness of God. Like you said, just sitting on the ocean. And, and I also wanted to say that's so cool because the way that people experience God or maybe even come to faith is different. Like I think mm. Oswald Chambers who once said, let God be as original with others as he was with you. Mm -hmm. What's so cool is your story is super original and how God mm -hmm. got all your heart. But what does that look like when you go from like this? Yeah, I'm in this world to like, oh, wow, I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. What does that look like for you as an artist and as a believer? Well, yeah, you know, it, it 
it's it's beautiful because um oh it's it's it changes everything though you know even even some of my, my relationships with my band members and everything like that completely changed and then i think before I, I i like to please people and i liked it. i mean that's what you do when you when you play gigs you want to please the crowd but then you come to realize you know you, you're changed if you want to love god it's i'm for god i i want to be for him he is for us right it's it, i can't just be a chameleon to, to what the crowd is is doing and saying we have to be true we have to look in the mirror now and and, and that that you know that that takes a process you know i remember i would play a gig and kind of analyze whoa what you know what did i say was is, as i'm learning now you know and then at the beginning i would talk about god kind of I didn't hone it in enough because I was just completely just exploding and I wanted to just, <laughs> you know, just share it at every street corner and hi, I love God, you know, like, well, <laughs> hi, I'm Andrew. You yeah, know yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a process and we continue to learn and I'm still learning and that's, that's this faith journey, which is incredible, but no, yes. I mean, Bob Marley, who I, who I became a big fan of um and i still am a huge fan he really did love god he converted to christianity on, on his deathbed and wow. um and he learned about that whole thing but you know a lot of that reggae scene is like this kind of backstabbing one love fake thing good vibes you know this, this good vibes thing you use um but then you know what really surprised me as i entered into the christian world i i kind of uh came into that a little naive as well thinking oh hey wow everyone's going to be a well, I'm dealing with angels and saints uh, around here. Come yeah. on, you know, and, and we're we're doing this just for God, you know. And and, and I came, <laughs> I came to see. Wow, this is almost. I'm not going to say a little more intense, a little worse, um, because you, know, you would uh, think, like, man, Christian music and the Christian industry really should be set apart. But and and I may get in trouble here with people that are listening because I know we've got listeners from all over the spectrum. But to be honest, like I heard somebody that's working at a Christian record label, pretty well-known one. He once mm -hmm. told me, he said, hey, Curtis, you know, the only difference between the Christian music scene and the secular music scene is in the secular music scene, sometimes you see the knife coming. And, yeah. and I didn't understand that until I understood it. And it happened. Yeah. And, and I think that's the sad part. And we're all human. We're all in process. None of us are perfectly sanctified. I mean, that's why we need mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. we need Jesus so mm -hmm. much. But I mean, it's interesting hearing you kind of describe that in your experience because you're like, man, like, let's go, let's proclaim the gospel. And mm -hmm. anytime I've spent around you, I mean, you are the real deal. Like you are just yeah, right back at you, Chris, right you back know, at you. Your joy is contagious. And I want to talk about that in a minute, but like, what was that like? And how did you overcome that? Um, you know, there's a temptation, I think, to get cynical and to get jaded and to be like, you know what, just forget everybody. I'm just going to do my own thing. But you've kept this uh, this hunger for people and this love for people. How mm -hmm. do you how do you ride that? Is it a balance? Is it just like no? It's grace on everything. Hey man, well, I mean, I, I know throughout my entire career, uh, and and it's, it's something we all need to always just pay attention to. I I trust people, and and we need to continue to trust people. But then once once God is is really is is really your focus and who you who you want to pursue and get to know, you know, you 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 can get. You can get any as many stones thrown at you. You can people can say what they want to say. That doesn't matter, you know. And I kept persevering and thanking God, uh, just drawing closer to Him and, and asking Him for 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 strength and courage. Like I, I share with people as well, you know, you, we would, we just want to do God's will for our life, whatever that might be. 
And it doesn't matter about the numbers. It doesn't matter about the stages. Yes, it's, I'm so grateful that God has allowed me to hop on those stages or have these platforms because it's, it's really shown me that those things don't matter. But mm. a lot of people that they're still kind of caught up with that, you know, and, and I'm very grateful that I was able to hop into the Christian scene because I already developed a platform because I, you know, um, I've, I'm seasoned from the road and everything like that. So it's allowed me so much and I'm thankful to God for that. But the, the main thing is, is, is not putting your expectations into people um, and, and just really using your gifts for God's glory, simply, purely and simple. And you know what I love about your story? And, and, and this just jumped out at me is that, you know, there's a lot of times where let's say, you know, a worship artist or a Christian artist will kind of be in an obscurity. They have a song, they blow up overnight or something like that. And they're going immediately from obscurity into the spotlight. And some of those stories end up really bad because they can't handle the notoriety. They can't handle playing the, you know, six nights a week they can't handle all of this success and and then they end up crashing and burning but your story is unique because like you kind of had the big stages you played these festivals of ten thousand people and so then when you walk into this thing we're like no now i'm man god's changed my life i'm going to proclaim the gospel my music's going to be spirit and faith driven it's kind of mm -hmm. like this mm -hmm. it's kind of like it flips it on its head because it's like look and, and this is a similar story, and, and you know this about me because we've hung out so many right. times, but like, right. you know, I, I was on American Idol back in the day. I was touring with a rock band. And when mm -hmm. God got a hold of my life, I learned the same thing that you learned where it's like, look, you could chase that endless stage. You know, you could play in front of 5,000 and 10,000 and 30,000 people, and it's never enough. Like, it, it will never satisfy. But when you have this inner connection with God and, and it's like, look, there, I'm, I'm doing this for an audience of one. So it doesn't matter if there's a million people out there or there's 20 people. I'm just going to invite you in to the relationship that I have with Jesus. And we're just going to mm -hmm. have some fun in his presence tonight. There's such a, there's such a freedom that comes with that. And man, is, talk about that a little bit, because I think there's something really key for our listeners here about getting free in a day and age. That's just nonstop rat race chase oh, it's crazy spirit. it's yeah. crazy how we have to turn out songs so quickly and mm -hmm. um it's, it's just everyone's i mean you see people now we, we're just driving so fast we're just where there's no preparation we're we're not putting any love in what we do you know mm -hmm. and I, I think about what you what you say as well in the sense that um everyone's talking about happiness you know but but true happiness is 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 really loving God and, 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 and it's easier said than done because you know way more worship leaders than I do. And um, if, if, we, if we keep things simple, um, those other things, of course, we're always going to have problems, but, they're, but they pale in comparison to really singing uh, and recognizing that God has given you these gifts. He has given you this opportunity. So it's really all of us just having a, an honest view of ourselves. Why am I doing what am I doing? what I'm doing. Why am I singing right now? You know, why am I turning out these songs or working on these things? And I know, you know, I mean, like you said, it's, it's been a, a, a wild journey, but I mean, I was, I remember when social media, like ambassadors and all this kind of thing, um, it was a new thing, you know, and I, I kind of blew up and hopped over a hundred thousand very quickly. And that's how the guy gets going viral works, obviously. But um, then it kind of controlled me for a bit um, where I, I, it was like calling, calling my name, like you must post, must work on content. And, and I was kind of a slave to it for sure. Wow. And that's where I kind of uh, praise God. Like, thank you, Lord, set me free, you know, <laughs> um, 
And you see that the journey still continues. There's still extra shedding always to be done, you know, but that's, that's the continual journey, hopefully. Um, well, that's, that's something that really creeps even into the church world, especially and worship leading. And I mean, one of the greatest messages I've ever heard preached from a worship pastor was Jesse Reeves, one of our mutual friends. And he talked about this, this idea of how, you know, worship leaders will just jump on Instagram and immediately we start like, oh, I want the stage with the lights. I want the haze, the fog, the perfect sound. Mm. And, and he called it, and you know, this is as real as it gets, but he called it worship porn. And he was like, yeah, yeah. I starts to lust for the stage that yeah. worship can provide you rather than the heart behind it all. Yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing at that point? <laughs> and, and I think it's just so powerful how you just shared, like you can easily become a slave to social media and Hey man, I mean, I'll be honest, even like, you know, there's a period of, um, I don't know, six or seven weeks during the the pandemic where I did get on TikTok and now I, I, I'm off of it because, you know, right, right, right. time suck, but I would get on TikTok and post like a devotional and then like, you know, see all of these likes and all of these comments. And I was like, oh man, like that feels good to know that you're reaching so many people, but then it starts to become about the likes and not the people. And you don't realize like, you know, that that can be such a vicious cycle and you're just, you know, I'm hanging out with my kids and it's like, well, I, I got to post this on social media or I, I might lose the momentum. And it's like, yeah you're missing what's right in front of you. And then you know, for, for leading worship, you're missing the people that are right in front of you in this right. church service. Like, I think we have to stay grounded and we have to stay uh, humble and connected to the vine that is Jesus. That it, like, we're the branches, he's the vine. And talk about that a little bit, because I know we've had conversations about staying connected to the vine and, you know, just the Holy Spirit that radiates joy in your life. And you have such yeah. unique um uh, your faith outlook because i mean your mom is catholic right right so am i and, and you're spirit filled you know and i, <laughs> I love like this because i've met some charismatic catholics and <laughs> some of the coolest people on the planet and uh, I mean, just talk to me a little bit about your, your your faith because i think um i think it's refreshing to hear you know somebody that's come from such a wild uh, background and story and just the the true authentic joy that you carry man i mean there's no doubt about well, thank it. you curtis thank you brother um i mean i think of many things you know i think a lot of times of artists who who have died you know so early because uh they they hop on drugs or whatever the case is and, and i want to remind your worship singers that that um you know we need to be filled with god we need to be filled with god's love and grace because we can't once we empty ourselves, we need him to fill us back up. You know what I mean? I just, that's staying connected to the vine and staying connected to God always before we play, after we play, while we play, whatever the case is, it's, it's a 24 seven kind of thing. We need to be filled back up because um, I, I like to empty myself completely. If, if I'm going to, if I'm going to sing, whatever the case is, if I'm going to do anything, I want to completely give everything I have. And I think that's how we got to look at it. We can't, mm -hmm. we can't say, we can't, it can't be real. We can't, touch people we can't grow or make something special if, if we're holding back or if we're not being really who we're, who we're meant to be you know so i think about that and i think about as well um coming into the scene you know uh having the faith that that uh this this beautiful faith and learning about this beautiful faith um coming to see that this this christian scene is almost like a a genre that i, did, I didn't really know about that that everyone kind of that's why i vibe with reeves that's why i vibe with you um that not it's not you don't put it in a box you, you know you, you don't 
I remember when I actually, I got uh, meetings with some of the big Christian labels and, and they're like, you know, this, this is cool. You know, you have a lot of uh, history and you've done a lot of things, but I don't think that this reggae dreadlock thing is going to work in Christian music, <laughs> you know? So I, I would hear that and um, just, there's a, there's a genre to, to praising God. I mean, come on, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like uh, you know, let, let's, let's just be who you're meant to be and we will set the world on fire, you know, and, and truly do that. And, and, um, and so that's where, um, I, when I, when I share with you my whole past, you know, that, that, that made me who I am today. And, and of course you take out the the bad things and we're currently taking off the old skin and, and growing closer to God. But I mean, yeah, praise God. I've, I've been able to, I sing in Spanish and Portuguese as well, you know, coming from South Florida and I want to involve that in everything who I am, you know, and I believe that faith is everything that you are. It's everything that we do. You know, I love just doing chores and trying to do them with love as well. Whatever the case is, not separating ourselves from the, you know, singing worship to just, you know, the regular life in my family life, not always, you know, compartment everything life, you know? Yeah. And that, and that, um, having the world either revolve around you. We've got to revolve around God and praising God because that's what we're meant to do, you know? Yeah. So those are those are just things I think of, Curtis. <laughs> Dude, that's so good, man. Well, listen, in our time <laughs> that we've got left, I think I've got uh, five or six minutes here, man. I'd just love to know, what are you up to now? Uh, where can our listeners find you? I'm going to post in the yeah. show notes just a link to, to some of your social media stuff. And then, I mean, one of my favorite worship songs that we wrote together is called Be Still. It's obviously based yes, on epic. 10. Um, yeah. And like, what are you up to now? Where can our listeners find you, bro? And what am I doing now? You know, I'm, I've been, ever since the shutdown, I've been keeping it pretty low key uh, in Florida, just kind of hopping around to whatever church gig or still playing reggae festivals. So um, thanks be to God, I've been just getting calls and, and, and not doing too much, you know, outreach m- myself, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just mm-hmm. seeing, seeing what's, what's coming my way. Cause I do feel a new season for me uh, of wanting to do, you know, just draw even more close to God. And, and I just keep asking him in, in this season, you know, what do you, what do you want me to do? How, how might I love you more? You know? And I, and I think he's just asking uh, for more of me uh, and less, less of doing my own thing, more of God. I want to decrease. I want to be filled more with God right now in this season. I'm not sure exactly what that is, but uh, you know, I, I help out with this church locally and I love this church. And um, I spent a lot of time there and then I'm getting calls. Uh, yeah, I have a reggae festival coming up. I have a gig tomorrow uh, at a, just a secular place playing some tunes. But it's amazing. I've, I've been filling my Christian songs in there as well. And people love it, man. So they cool. want to hear the good news and they want to hear it in the public square. That's so cool. that, that's what we do. <laughs> love it, man. Dude, you are ever filled with joy you're an evangelist you're bringing it to the regular world i love it man thank you yeah. so much for just sharing your story being open and uh, uh it's man, good I you, all of our listeners you got to connect with xander xander waves on all the platforms and uh, man god bless you dude thanks for being with us today thank you curtis take care my brother you've been listening to worshipology with curtis parks to learn more and to find resources for worship leaders and teams you can visit curtisparks.com.